0: So how do you create generational wealth for you and your family without feeling burnt out, overwhelmed, or sacrificing that special time with your family and friends? And how to run your business like a true CEO? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. Hi, I'm Elena Dakas, and I'm a founder and CEO of Bossy Hills. And for the last 20 years, I have been buying and selling companies. I have bought and sold over 50 companies worth over 10 billion US dollars and open the leads to hundreds of businesses to see what works from the inside. Why is it that one company has everything going for it? Celebrity status, huge following, but underneath it all the founder is trapped within its business, hating its clients, can't exit and can't scale. And those elements over the last 20 years what successful companies had in common and what failed businesses missed to implement is what I have put into my signature framework powerhouse CEO. And those are the insights I will be sharing with you every single week. Hello, hello! We have such an incredible episode for you in store today. We're going to talk about human design and astrology, and how that is the key tool to actually skyrocket your business. So I have my incredible, incredible friend Naomi Naomi Fox Rayner with me today. She's a light field astrology and human design teacher. Naomi, welcome. It's a pleasure to have you here today. Could you introduce yourself first for our listeners? Tell us a little bit about you, your story, how you discovered astrology and why is this such a passion of yours now
1: yes absolutely thank you so much I absolutely love your podcast I'm so honored to be here so honored to be able to share a little bit of my world so yes I am a light-filled astrology and human design teacher I grew up in a very religious family um, very loving family but very focused on doing things right And knowing what was wrong. And so growing up, it was always like, oh, uh, don't, don't read the horoscope section of the newspaper. That's just, we don't touch the evil things was kind of the very subtle message. It wasn't preached against, but so ending up as this as an adult was a huge shock but um, when I was going through my second divorce I met somebody who was cutting my hair and she barely knew me and she was just like oh when's your birthday and I was like oh I'm a Sagittarius but I don't really resonate with that stuff because everything I read about Sagittarius I was like some of it yeah some of it no but you could say that about anybody right. And she's like, oh, okay, do you know the minute you're born? And I was like, yeah. So she runs my chart and gives me the full picture just in chatting because she's so passionate about it. And I felt naked. I felt so exposed. In 10 minutes, she told me more than what I would ever confess to somebody that I'd known for over a decade. And I basically demanded that she explain to me how she knew all of that stuff about me. And it intrigued me and it validated me and it gave me words for things that I didn't even have myself. And I felt so seen and I felt like I could finally drop trying to do things in a way that really was not in alignment for me. And that, of course, was such a powerful experience. It put me on a trajectory where it turns out that I have a divine affinity for astrology. And it is how I see the world and how God speaks to me and helps me to help other people to connect to themselves and each other and to their own great and powerful God. And then later discovered human design. And I can't do one without the other anymore.
0: Yeah, and of course, you have an amazing light field astrology certification. So you actually certify people in it. How does this work? Who is it for? What's it about? Oh my gosh. I love it. It's like a dream that I
1: even get to do this. So for those that of course, want to learn about astrology, those people already have their hand up. They're like, yes, I need to learn about astrology. And I do it in a light filled way, which means that we keep God at the center, whatever God looks like to you and give the glory and credit to that divine source. And so many people feel called or prompted to look into astrology, but then they go Google it and they find some dark energy in it, or they can't trust the source. You have to be so careful about who you learn from. The Everybody has a filter. We all do. We're all telling ourselves stories. We all like, I love Brene Brown, like all of it. You need to be aware on some level, what filter your teacher or the people that get to influence you are coming through. And so obviously light-filled astrology isn't for everyone, but those that it is for, oh, like we're filling up every single cohort because people know that they want to learn this in a light-filled way. So those that want to learn astrology, but also those that just want to know themselves better, want yeah. to understand the people that they live with, their partner, their children, um, just their mother, <laughs> like all of it, the, the layers. Um, it is my favorite thing when people come into the certification for a purpose that is, Clear and wonderful, and they are consistently shocked at how every area of their life is improved because it can't not because everything is a relationship. A hundred percent of everything: your success in your business, your relationship with money, your relationship with your family, your relationship with yourself. Everything is a relationship, and astrology is the oldest form of psychotherapy. Wow, and it gives you permission to be who you are in an, in a, in an objective way. It's not subjective. It's not, let me take a quiz that tells me about my personality. It's like, boom, you have an Aquarius moon in the fourth house. What does that mean? And how does that manifest in your life? And trying that on all of a sudden you just feel like, oh, so I, I can stop trying to be this other person. Yes. Yes, you can. Yes,
0: I think this is it. I think you're absolutely right. There's two things people think when they think of astrology, if they don't know anything about it. And maybe someone listening is in that place, that they think, well, it's like Cosmo magazines when we were teenagers, and there's like a peg pages is going to give you predictions about your day, or going to tell you who is the sign that's most compatible. So people Mm kind of think on this basic level of astrology um but they don't actually so there's one thing and I think I'd love you to dive deeper into actually how that's such a false myth and a false belief and as you rightly said a lot of people also think well I believe in God so how can my belief in God really work together with this astrology is it like a witchcraft there's a kind of dark side and also I guess there's also danger which I know you talk so beautifully about that you don't want some if you go through a not light field way and someone does come to you, maybe make some predictions. Actually, that could be quite detrimental for your life and business. Absolutely.
1: Yes, definitely. And I, I love that question like, how does God fit in with astrology? Well, so we'll start there and then we'll move through the other things. But, um, <laughs> Like I'm a Christian. A lot of people are Christian. If that's not your flavor, that's totally fine. But in that very specific way of approaching your belief system, God marked the sign of the birth of Christ with a star. The wise men, the magi that came from the East, we don't know anything about them, but they came from the East. They knew how to read the heavens. They knew where to find the Messiah of where he was being born. They came, they mistakenly went to the king first, but ended up still finding who they were looking for because they knew how to read the stars. And you look at Abraham was taught about the stars. You look at Moses, was taught about the stars. Um, Daniel, I, I have a friend that says Daniel was actually an astrologer. Like, so if you're looking at religious figures and you need some confirmation or whatever, um, horoscopes in the newspaper and in Cosmo magazine, they were originally developed to sell newspapers. As an astrologer now that knows what I'm doing, I look at those, and most of the time. Most of the time I see zero accuracy, or I can see like, oh, I see where they got that information. Um, However, it is very incomplete, because you will never meet a person that is one dimensional. Mm. Every person that you come across is multifaceted. And often there are very contradictory things that are authentically within the same person. astrology has given me personally. And of course I love delivering that gift to others too. the best, most potent explanation for that. I, I love personality quizzes all my whole life. I've, you know, color code and the Enneagram and all of it. Right. And the Enneagram is pretty complex and I love that. But with astrology, like for me personally, I'll get a little vulnerable. So I'm a Sagittarius, like I said earlier. That's fun, playful, freedom-oriented, spontaneous, um, huge personality, right? You can see yeah. that. You can yes, feel you're it amazing. Economy. My inner world, though, I am a Virgo moon. Virgo and Sagittarius energy, they conflict. Virgo is precise, black and white, linear, finish what you started. I, I think I'm doing this wrong. I think that I didn't hit the standard that I set. Like, I want to do it perfectly. Like, I always say, like, if this is perfectionism, boom, way up higher is a Virgo moon. Like, nothing can touch the perfectionism of a Virgo moon. And understanding that, just being handed the permission, it just, it makes me want to cry all over again to think of how much that that allowed me to be that spontaneous, fun, vibrant, person that I authentically am and to let my inner world, which is downright neurotic. (laughs) And I, and I love it about myself now. I couldn't love that part of myself because I kept trying to push it away. And now I love it. And my sweet husband, he looks at me sometimes and he just has the most beautiful smile. And he says, I love your Virgo moon. And that is probably the most romantic thing he could ever say because I used to hate that part of myself. And then I found the beauty in it and I embraced it. And then I met my husband and I could show him like, so by the way, this inner world of mine is kind of a lot for some people, but I will share it with you because we only share our moon signs with our most intimate people. Other people don't get to see our moon signs. So if you're sharing your moon sign with somebody, that's a big deal. Um, And, And if you're not sharing your moon sign with somebody, if you can feel that as you learn about it, that's a strong indicator. You don't feel tremendously safe in that dynamic.
0: Wow, how interesting. It's so interesting. Mm -hmm. But you're right. It's almost like this tool to fully understand yourself because really we spend most of our life Learning about ourselves, we've spent most of our life discovering ourselves. We surprise ourselves throughout a whole life journey. Things that we are capable of that we didn't know we could do, and actually, this is kind of the tool that gives you an explanation, almost like a roadmap of your inner collective of your inner world. And you're like, oh, this is how, this is so, this is not my weakness. This is how I'm actually built. Yes. Absolutely. And what is so interesting is jumping over to
1: this human design system, generators, which cover about 70% of the planet, half of them being what's called a manifesting generator and half of them are generators, generators are here to learn about themselves. That is their purpose. I am a projector. I am here to guide everybody else to learn about themselves. I'm not as much here to learn about myself. I'm here to learn about myself enough that I can be a powerful guide. And so I can't hear anything anymore when somebody's like, this is how life works. I, if I know their astrology and human design, I can explain, they believe that it works that way. Or I can guess because that is true for them. And what I love about this is there's is, there's precious few things in this world that are true for every single person, every gender, every age, every timeframe, every circumstance. There are so few things that are truly like truth or the capital T no matter what. And the, the rainbow, the beauty, the array of all the things that are, well, that's beautiful for you. You are here to learn about yourself and to do things that light up every cell in your body. And if every part of you doesn't say, yes, and jump up and down, don't do that thing. That's what generators are supposed to do. Yeah. And as a projector, I have to rest. And I get delight out of guiding. If I see that somebody has that aha and I can gently tweak and refine and say, if you stop doing this and do that twice and buy this product on Amazon, you'll quadruple your production. That is what fills me. And so being able to be a guide and a teacher to so many people through the astrology certification and through teaching about human design is the most richly rewarding thing. But I have to be careful not to do it like a generator. And a generator can just go, 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 go. It doesn't matter how much I'm in love with my work. I can't do more than three, four, five hours a day yeah. without serious consequences. But a generator who's super in alignment, doing something that lights them up like crazy, they can go 10, 12, 15 hours in a day. They'll collapse in bed exhausted, but they'll refresh from sleep and pop up out of bed, able to do it again, just feeling so satisfied. That is, that would be the formula for disaster. The very thing that brings satisfaction and thriving for one type is the exact conversely, equally dangerous thing for another type. And this is why the world needs to know this. Yes. Many of us are operating outside
0: of our natural flow and it's so easy to correct it. So easy to correct it. And we'll be conditioned because, no, we never taught this as we're growing up. We all kind of have the same thing. You must hustle. You have to work hard. But actually, this might not work for all the people. And I love this idea of purpose, isn't it? This, I think for generators, what you touched on is like they need to be aligned to something that excites them. Because mm-hmm. I guess talking about generators and so, so many people listening will be generators. That if Is that true that if they're not working on something that it lights them up, they will feel frustrated? they will feel lack of energy. There's going to be other consequences. That could be a sign that actually they're not in alignment.
1: Absolutely. And despite having that gorgeous, powerful sacral motor that is like, I almost envy it. (laughs) Like I try really hard to like love what I am, but like I watch these generators around me and they just have endless energy and it's so amazing. But even that sacral motor can burn out if you're doing things that you don't love. And I hear the generators, I can hear you now in my head, like, well, I can't just quit my job or I I started this company and I'm an entrepreneur and I have to do the things I don't enjoy. And I strongly encourage you to question that belief because imagine for a moment, if you are a generator, if you know this about yourself or if you're not, try this on, um, like if you don't know if you are, what life would be like if you woke up and just every part of you was so enthused about every part of your day and the parts of that used to make you feel sloggy and heavy, someone else does those, or they just don't need to be done and you just go and it lights you up. And that is, it's not selfish. It's we actually need you to do that. We need you to drop the things that are not working for you, like the rest of the world, like. I need you to do this. Your neighbors need you to do this. Your loved ones need you to do the things that light you up because that will bring movement to the world and it will bring joy into your life and to others. And I I can be a little bit idyllic, but like, I want to live in a world where everybody's just doing the thing that is the most aligned for them. And people are like, well, who's going to take care of the garbage? And it's like, there are people that would be delighted if we got out of their way, that they would find solutions for our garbage that like are nothing like this rudimentary, terrible, smelly, awful thing that's happening. If we all just got out of each other's way and stopped doing the wrong things, yeah, like everybody could be so happy and everything would get done and it would get done like magnificently. So like, that's the world that I want to live in. So that's, that's why I do what I do.
0: Exactly. And I think this is the world of entrepreneurship really shows when you meet people, they're so lit up by their work. They would just do this work for free. It's just happened to pay really amazing money. (laughs) And this is, you know, the passion, the happiness, the fulfillment that people experience is really other people can feel it. It goes beyond that. The family will benefit from it. The kids, the neighbors. So it's so, so important. What about, so you talked about generators. So you've got manifesting generators and generators. What is the difference for people listening?
1: So a manifesting generator is kind of like a hybrid type. A generator is anybody who has a defined sacral motor. There's nine centers in the body um, and in the body graph. And the sacral motor being defined makes somebody a generator or a type. Now, if they're a manifesting generator, it just means that their throat is defined and there's a connection from their throat to one of the four motors. There's four motors, the sacral motor being one of them. So they have not only the ability to have that powerful sacral motor and sacral authority that speaks to them in an uh uh-huh or uh-uh way that is sacred sounds for them, but they also have the ability to manifest, to speak things into creation, to um, to use their voice, literally their voice to declare what needs to happen, what is happening, all of that. But first they have to listen to their sacral motor and wait to respond. And then they can initiate Um, somebody like me. I don't have a sacral motor and I don't have a defined throat. So (laughs) I, I really can't get much done on my own. I have to integrate with other people, but because of my design, I integrate really well with a wide variety of people. Um, I always thought I was a chameleon or, you know, whatever, but that's part of my design. But extra because of how my design is laid out, I can plug in with almost anybody and create magic. And I love that I've kind of intuitively known that, but I figured everybody was that way and I can see in my chart how it just does. And I love it. I absolutely love it.
0: Yeah, it's beautiful. And then you have manifestors as well, right? So there's... So yes. Who, what, what are manifestors? Who are
1: manifestors? Manifestors are about eight to nine percent of the population. So they're the second most rare and they have no sacral motor defined, but they do have their throat defined and it's connected to one of the other three motors in the body graph. So they have bursts of energy and they are the only ones here to initiate everybody, every other aura type, the other 91, 92% of the population has to wait for something before they do what is most aligned for them. The manifestors are here to initiate. And a lot of times you find manifestors not living true to themselves and they're waiting. And the rest of the world is literally looking to the manifestors to say, would you please kick something off? We know you're where the party starts and we really need you to start the party. They don't have to carry the party. They don't have to do all of it. They don't have that defined sacred so role don't have the energy consistently, but they do get bursts of energy. And I've seen it where some people say you'll only get two or three of those a year. I've seen where people will say you'll get maybe one or two a month, but it is not frequent. And you have to have to please, for the love of everything, please rest very efficiently and effectively in between your bursts of energy. I especially see it with manifestor women because it feels like a little bit more of a masculine way of showing up in the world. Like, I don't want to initiate. I don't want to be the one to ask them on a date. I don't want to be the one to be the push off point. I want to wait for them. But if your aura type is a manifester, you literally are the person that needs to initiate. And if
0: you're not doing it, that's why you don't have the life that you love. Wow. Can we just take a pause for a moment? That's so huge. Because it's such a different way of thinking. So actually for it's you need to be thinking about starting businesses, initi- something that's coming up that's been brewing, that you've been holding, actually you need to release it, asking yes. people on the date, asking to be invited. So ask, ask, ask should be the strategy and flow with the energy. So if you feel the energy, flow with it. If you feel tired, yes. rest.
1: Yes. And rest well. Like, uh, like we're talking like to the nines, like whatever it is, stop expecting yourself to perform in a consistent way. A nine to five for a manifestor is like a death sentence. You cannot produce nine to five Monday through Friday or Saturday or nine to six or eight to ten. Like, don't do it. You're hurting yourself and you're withholding yourself from showing up in the world the way you need to. And I know, I know people are like, how will I provide If I can't. I so deeply believe and I would imagine so many of you guys listening believe this too that when you are doing what you're supposed to the universe will literally bend and fold to bring you exactly precisely what you need to be at peace, what you need to be satisfied, what you need to be successful, what you need to be delighted in life. It just it's I really believe that the universe and God and his angels are holding out the gifts that are prepared for you and if you can just live in an aligned way for you they they come effortlessly and it's yeah. so glorious and I get to see that and I get to see ma- people make those shifts and then it just happens the thing that they always wanted it
0: just happens it's just amazing isn't it and also it's just just people to understand actually if you were to think about who you should surround yourself with if you're a manifester perhaps it's a good idea to have someone on the team who's a generator who can pick up that yes. ball and carry yes. that energy when you are resting For sure. Absolutely. Yes.
1: Yes. And then with projectors, we also need to rest, but we don't have that sacral. We don't have the sacral motor and we don't have a motor to the throat. And so, and we're only supposed to work three to four hours a day of output. Like talk about confusion. Like how am I supposed to survive in the world? And each of the types has their signature Manifestors are here for peace. They know they're living aligned when they feel peace. Generators and manifesting generators, they know they're aligned when they feel satisfied. Projectors are here for success. It almost seems like a cosmic joke that it's like you can't work more than three to four hours a day, but you will know you're living true to yourself when you're successful, which includes success in family life, success as a parent, you know, things like that, if that's your, if that's what you want to do. But also financial success is pretty much always going to be present when a projector is living in alignment. because what a projector living in alignment looks like is they study and they research and they get really, really into a system that somebody else created. Maybe they got into like optical equipment repair in medical offices dealing with something, 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 right? So they study, they know it, they get called in. They're there for 45 minutes. They are able to repair it. $10,000. Boom. Thank you. Like that is a projector like tweaking, refining because we we in our rest, our rest looks like diving into systems that we're into. I am obsessed with astrology and human design and mindset work and health. I've read more health books maybe than astrology books, like, but I don't teach about health. It's just a hobby. Um, but like, if if I'm left alone, I'm surrounded by books. I'm surrounded by my podcast, and it delights me endlessly. So that when I'm in engagement with somebody in a session or when I'm teaching my students. I can distill an unbelievable amount of information and deliver just the precise thing that they need at that moment. So everybody needs a projector in their life that they that is living in alignment, because when projectors are not living in alignment, we are bitter. Every type has their way that they show up when they're not living in alignment. And a bitter projector is one of the most awful things. They do victimhood like nobody you know. And they repel everybody. And we have to wait to be invited. Manifestors need to initiate, generators need to wait to respond, projectors need to wait to be invited, and if we're bitter, nobody's coming near us to invite us to anything!
0: So what is the difference? Because I think you've mentioned just to distill, and let's, talk, let's just talk before we dive deep into the difference between them. So there's also reflectors, of course.
1: Yes, reflectors are less than 1% of the population, and they have absolutely no defined centers. Um, Michael Jackson was a reflector, Sandra Bullock's a reflector, Teal Swan, who's a thought leader, is a pro- uh, is a reflector, and they are here to reflect back to us the the state of the world. If they are thriving and doing well, they're they're in a good environment. If they are terrible, awful, hateful people, they're not in a good environment. So, the first reflector I ran her chart and met her, she was just entrenched in a very toxic home life. And she was a very repelling person. I, I did not enjoy being around her. And once I saw all of it, it was like, oh, you are absorbing to an epic degree. The toxicity like a sponge. And so that's all that you can give off. And she has since worked with me and she's been able to change a lot of things about her because she's an Aries, which is very intense and passionate and just go and blow up when it's not going well, and a reflector. And it they seemed like contradicting energies. And I just love that she had this Aries stellium, which is at least three placements in Aries. And she was a reflector. And then being able to work with her so much. And I've worked with quite a few reflectors since then, which statistically is really fun. But um they and their strategy is they have to wait for an entire lunar cycle before they can make decisions of a big nature.
0: Wow. But here's <laughs> a good takeaway there, actually if you don't feel if you feel that this toxicity actually changing the environment is key yes. for reflectors. More
1: vital than any other type. It it if it affects everybody for sure. You can't be in a toxic environment and be happy. It's just the way it is. But for reflectors and people who have a lot of open centers but absolutely a hundred percent for reflectors, your environment is the most priority thing hands down no matter what it could you could be married or partnering with somebody wonderful but if the physical land that you're dwelling on doesn't feel good to you get out of there i don't care if you have to lose money on your house i don't care about any like literally you have to be in an environment like physically mentally emotionally spiritually that feeds you and that's true for everybody but it it really 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 is true for for
0: reflectors beautiful. So let's talk about the strategy because I think the strategy that you talked about is so important especially for people who are running their own businesses and entrepreneurs. So this strategy yes. that you've talked about so for projectors they would they have to be invited. <laughs> so what is the difference between being invited waiting for it to respond for pro- generators yes. and then what initiating uh, for manifestors, I think initiative makes sense because people don't understand this idea of taking action. Mm-hmm. That's quite clear. But the difference between what is waiting to respond versus being invited?
1: Right. And I love this question because I literally don't know how anybody is successful at all in their business without knowing this. Um, I certainly wasn't before knowing this. I was doing it all wrong, basically. And um, with so within, with all of the strategies, doesn't matter which aura type you're talking about, it is literally the hardest thing on the entire planet for this person to do this thing. It is the last thing that they want to do. It's like, kill me now. That cannot be the answer. Give me a different one. <laughs> Isn't that with, just
0: amazing?
1: Even with manifestors, because we think like most coaching programs are geared towards manifestors. Like decide what you want and go after it. Boom, right? Like, and, and that... There, that's not untrue, but it's very, very detrimental if you take it to heart in a way that is contradictory to how you are. So, with manifestors, though, usually they learned at a very young age don't tell people what you're about to do because they'll say no. So, you get a lot of manifestors that shut their mouth and they just go do stuff. And then by the time like speeding a bullet train across the country and they get to the other side and they're like, look, I did it so fast. I'm so amazing. Nobody's there to greet them or witness it because nobody knew what was happening. And then they get very angry because their signature is peace, but they're not self, their way that they know they're not living true to themselves, they get angry. So you see very angry manifestors because nobody's helping them because nobody knows what's going on. And so they have to do the thing that is like pulling teeth out of a cow of you have to tell people, as soon as you get that burst of inspiration, you have to think for five seconds, who will be impacted by what is about to go down and who do I need to inform? You don't have to tell the world. You don't like blast out a tweet and be like, by the way, this is what I'm doing. If if your partner is going to be impacted, if your employees, if your, if your um boss, if, if whoever it is, if they're going to be impacted by the thing that is about to go down and it's going to be awesome. And, you know, even if they're not going to love it, you still need to inform them. You have to inform. And so most of us think like, oh, I wish I were a manifester. Life would be just so easy. I could do whatever I wanted.
0: And it's like, no. <laughs> No, and I think that's also true for manifesting generators, isn't it?
1: Well, they so manifesting generators. Oh, I love you guys so much, but <laughs> you get you because you know you have that manifest. I'm, <laughs> I'm
0: very, very listening, I'm manifesting generator, hence. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you guys. Um, oh, I love my mani gens that I get to work with. I'm raising one, I have three generator children, with one of them being a manifesting generator, and I'm married to the world's most amazing generator, and um. And so I'm surrounded by generators and I love you guys so much and manifesting generators, you know, you have that initiation piece in you. And so often you try to just capitalize on that and just push off from that point and just make it happen. And that makes sense. And I love you for trying, but please stop. (laughs) Like you have to wait to respond first and waiting to respond is not something that people are always like, what does that even mean? Like, just tell me. (laughs) And (laughs) Um, So what the waiting to respond is the is the easiest of the strategies when you can get to the point of surrender. So you're at whatever point you're at in your life, right? You're like, I'm here and I'm trying to make things happen. The distance between that point and the point where you wait to respond is where the hard is. Once you get to the point where you're waiting to respond, life is cake. But the distance between, it might be an inch, it might be 400,000 miles (laughs) for you. Um, Because imagine you're standing on one side of a mountain and you're like, like a whole mountain range. Like I grew up in Colorado, so Rocky Mountains, all of the things, right? So imagine you're standing on one side of the Rocky Mountains and you're like, I need to get to the other side. And you look around and you're like, well, the best way I can think to do this is I'm going to dig myself a tunnel with my bare hands. And you're like, I have the energy to do it. It's only going to take me about four years. I will do nothing else. I will probably destroy my family in the process because I'll ignore them completely and destroy my fingernails, right? Like, but you're like, I'm going to do this thing. So instead of waiting to respond, you initiate and you just start plowing through and digging through the Rocky Mountains. (laughs) That will leave you very frustrated. You probably will eventually get to the other side because you're so freaking determined, but you will be not a happy person and you will waste so much time and energy where if you can get to the point where you're like, I want to get to the other side, you decide what you want, but then you wait for something to respond to. It could literally be so magic as somebody like showing up and being like, hello, I have keys to a helicopter and uh, your favorite beverage and somebody delightful to talk to and we'll be there in 45 minutes, <laughs> right? <laughs> so like that is the difference between not waiting to respond and waiting to respond. Um there this whole world is literally constructed of things to respond to. You don't need somebody personally talking to you. You don't need um something that is directed at you. You could be walking by, and you're you're thinking, like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so exhausted." And you're walking by and you overhear a conversation. They're like, "Oh my gosh, I just I got this cruise to the Bahamas. I'm so excited. I can hardly go. I hardly wait to go. And your sacral motor goes, uh-huh. Like, oh, that sounds amazing. Like, I would love that. And you keep walking because you're not going to interrupt their conversation. That would be weird. But then later you're driving down the road and you see a billboard and it shows like the palm trees and a hammock and the beach and everything. And your sacral motor goes, uh-huh. Like, I want that so much. And you come home and your partner's like, hey, I got this email. And um, they have a trip for like five days, uh, six six nights and five days or whatever in, um, in the Bahamas for like $4.99. Should we book it? And you're like, uh huh. (laughs) like, so that's like things showing up where if you were like that morning instead, you were like, oh, I want to, I want a vacation. I'm exhausted. Like, I just really need to go somewhere and let loose and play and have fun. So you get online and you go to like, you know, Expedia or wherever, and you're looking it up and you find a deal. And it's like, well, I don't know if I really want to go to Baja, California, but like, that looks pretty good. And you book it and like, either the trip is just okay, or the flight gets canceled, or you get sick while you're there, right? Because the universe knows like, oh, you need a vacation, let's direct you to this wonderful five star resort that just happens to like, be in your price range. And like the flight worked out perfect, you didn't show up exhausted, like all of it, right? Like, if you're waiting to respond to life, and you just let things come into your space, or maybe you get all of those prompts, and you're like, I need a vacation, you're like, I'm not feeling the Caribbean, and you come home, and your partner is like, do you want to go on a cruise with me to Greece? And you're like, "Yes, that sounds so much better. Like that is what I want. Like I've already done the Bahamas twice or whatever, right? Like so you're being redirected to something that is custom tailored just for you. And yeah. I really believe that we live in a loving universe that wants us to be wildly happy. And if we just get out of the way, the life that is constructed for us and we just get to watch it unfold is it there's not words for it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and it's interesting that you say that. So I guess what you're just talking about is, is it was so interesting because as a manifesting generator I always thought of it as manifestation. Mm-hmm. The way kind of I just talk what you just the way I experience it is exactly like that. I will see something in my mind Either through a visualization, through meditation, or a picture in a magazine, or a conversation with a friend. And it got me so excited. Like Mm -hmm. um, a friend said, Oh, you know, I'm going to Dubai to this hotel in Atlantis Royal. And I just have this exciting feeling Mm -hmm. inside. Oh, I'd love to be there. And I immediately see myself as a visualization. And then I leave it. And then indeed, something else will come up. And it's like, oh, again, a reminder of that desire of that wanting. And it's so strong. And I I do feel it in my body. Like there's Mm -hmm. such a strong desire. And then it's again and again and again, that I cannot not do it.
1: Yes, yes, yes. And as a projector without a defined sacral, I don't feel that I don't get the gut response. But 70% of the planet does. And I love that I have permission to stop trying like how many non-sacral people, which is 30% of the planet, how many non-sacrals out there are like, oh yeah, gut reaction. I feel that. You don't feel that. It's not (laughs) the same thing. Like you, and you don't know that you don't. And you're trying to mimic because our world is constructed around generators of like go, go, go. And unfortunately the toxic side of generators, which is when generators become enslaved to your are chained to your desk you're chained to the nine to five the the eight to six like you're chained to it and that is terrible and we're all hustling and the generators can kind of do it but eventually they're still going to burn out but when a generator burns out they need like anywhere from two weeks to a few months of like really, just frustrated. it really yeah, we frustrated. Just have, oh, frustrated. We Everywhere just you frustra- look, people are so frustrated. So frustrated. And then, but I don't, I don't really get I get frustrated, but I really go, I go bitter. And 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 manifestors, they get they can get frustrated. It's a human emotion, but they will go to anger. anger. And it's so fascinating hmm. to look because and manifesting generators, you guys can get frustrated and angry. (laughs) Um, and so after you wait to respond, then you initiate as a manifesting generator, because then you say, Hey, guess what? This is what's happening. You tell, you tell your social media, like, Oh, I'm going down to Dubai. I'm so excited. Or you you tell your partner who's going with you. You tell your children, like, I love you so much. I'm leaving. Like if you don't tell them you, you will make them angry too. So that's why a lot of people, a lot of manifestors, people get angry with them. Yeah. And Uh, generators people will get frustrated with them and projectors people get bitter with me with with projectors people will get bitter at us and so it goes both ways and these are beautiful flags it should be a sacred flag to you when you're like oh I'm frustrated as a generator like stop everything and get back into alignment that's all that it is It's just a flag just telling you like, so when I'm like, oh, I feel so bitter today. I'm like, oh, (laughs) I need to back the truck up. (laughs) I need to rest differently or I need to I'm not waiting to be invited. Um, And for projectors, it's not just waiting for an invitation. Somebody can invite you to like shovel manure and that's not necessarily something you don't have to say yes to every invitation. It's a recognized invitation is the key where they say, I see you. I think you're brilliant at this thing that I really need help with. And I just really would love your perspective. Will you share it with me? That, that opening, because our aura, the projector aura penetrates into other people. Projectors are made to violate energetic boundaries. And we're one in five people on the planet. And it's a really fascinating thing when I started to unpack this because our aura penetrates into other people. We see things in others that we have no business seeing. And so if I go, like, I'll tell people in a session, I'm like, you invited me to share this. But if I, after this, if I go knock on my neighbor's door and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just had the best session with this person. I want to tell you all about you. Give me your birth information and I will tell you everything about you. That would be atrocious. The the chances of them being like, oh, hallelujah. I was waiting for a projector to show up and tell me all about my astrology and human design. Like, that's not a thing. And projectors are not made for everyone. Projectors will have people that don't like them. And that's very hard for us because we're more, we're inside of other people energetically. Like we feel it so deeply. So we have to protect our aura by waiting to be recognized. Because if other people's auras are closed and we're trying to get in, it's it shreds through our energy and it makes us very bitter. But if somebody opens up their aura to us and they go, oh, come on in, please, please. Because attention from a projector is the most glorious thing in the world when you want it. When you don't, it's annoying, but, and they never stop talking, even when you're like, please stop talking. And um, that was me. I was that person for so long. And now I've learned to just zip it until it is in the flow. And I'm recognized for what I have to say. And I don't shred through my energy so much anymore.
0: Mm. And what's the difference you've noticed since you started doing that? Was it just that you were receiving bitterness and response when you try to penetrate somebody's op- aura when they're not open? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, there was that. Um, It really burned through my energy. It made people bitter and upset with me. But more than anything, I just finally started being successful. Mm. I started making money. I started like having glorious humans around me. My relationships are 10 out of 10. Like I have like an amazing marriage i have a really good relationship with my kids and it's not like i'm perfect i'm not perfect there's a ton of stuff i'm screwing up in my life but i know where to apply that fulcrum of energy so that i can apply a little bit to get a huge result
0: yeah and let's talk about your results because you already this year you had an incredible start of the year and so (laughs) many amazing things are planned and in the pipeline so Tell tell us about oh January. <laughs> January was so
1: fun. So um, I was able to work with you and I love, love, love the things that you teach. Like I've been around so many coaches and a lot of them I can see because I can see more as a projector and with the system that I know they're doing it because it makes money. Or they're doing it like out of a place of like, this makes logical sense. My head says I should be a coach. And I just kind of shuffle through those coaches and I rarely hire coaches. But when I do, I'm like, boom, this one, right? And you actually love what you do and you love the women that you work with and you genuinely like aside from any money you really just want us to be successful you just want us to nail it and like that was so evident and I just it's like so amazing so if anybody listening is like I don't know like book a call do it just get in see if this is for you like legit and um so I put together a masterclass, and I was able to present it to the world and um I had doubled my price of my program from the previous time. So I was a little bit nervous, of course, because, um, it needed to be doubled. Let's be real. (laughs) And, um, so I, uh, put it out there and I was able to explain everything that people needed to understand and get that clarity of like, Absolutely. Yes. It's a service to help people get the clarity that this is what's right for them. And I wasn't able to do that as well on my own. I had had some success. But doing this, um, I filled my entire cohort and um, made $63,000 before the end of the first week in January
0: just listen to this guys for a moment what an amazing story and truly just incredible absolutely and this is just the start of the year and of course you're part of powerhouse ceo program so if you guys listen in and you're wondering whether you should join whether it will work for you what would you tell them oh uh,
1: absolutely it'll work for you and um you need to believe it um, there's a good chance that you've got some beliefs that are telling you blah, 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 whatever. Get get the work done. Go to an energy healer, get that work cleared out. Get in alignment with yourself. But this, <laughs> if you aren't trying to make it harder, I used to be addicted to hard work. So I'm speaking to those that are still addicted to hard work. I get it. You want it to be hard. It can't be easy, blah, blah, blah. I invite you to discard that. It's like falling off a log, right? Like I got to go on and give a presentation that was so in alignment with me that it just it felt like the best conversation ever. I had people signing up. I I actually structured mine where I didn't get on a bunch of discovery calls afterwards. So I did this without sales calls. Nice. Um, guys. <laughs> no sales goals. <laughs> because as a projector, I have to protect my energy. I can't do 100 sales calls to fill a cohort. Like I can't. Um, it's just not what I want to do. And yes, I could go hire a sales team. And I looked at all of these options. But I was like, the most aligned thing for me is just to make it so clear that the people who know that they need to be in here are in here. And the people who um, know that it's not for them, then they just... Get, gracefully excuse themselves and that is the best thing ever because it's not for everybody but the people it is for like I just love that you gave me the ability to just deliver in such an effective way that it was so clear and I can't wait to do it again absolutely and tell us what's coming
0: up so what are the programs in the pipeline what are the problems that you will be solving people listening so as a, as a projector, I am,
1: I always have my ear to the ground and I'm very attuned to what are people inviting me to do because I can go run off and do whatever I want and that's fine. But if people are repeatedly inviting me, will you please teach this? Will you please do this? When And that's what happened with my certification. People were like, will you please teach me how to do astrology the way you do it? and I had so many different unrelated people coming to me that I couldn't, that's that's how the universe guides me is I look at what are people inviting me to do? Because if you're living true to yourself and you're showing up in your own right, People will invite you to do stuff and you watch for that as a projector. And so the other things that I'm being strongly invited to do, um, I did a, a live group coaching about two and a half years ago called Dating by the Stars, and I'm turning it into just something that I can, it was kind of a pilot program and it went, it was amazing. And I got rave reviews and helped so many people. And so I'm working on kind of creating a program that's more expansive so it can reach more people for dating by the stars. And then, of course, people are like, oh, will you please do a marriage by the stars? Because I am not in the dating phase, but I would love to know how my astrology and my human design can help my marriage to thrive better or, or long term partnership. And um, and then um, also I have a parenting by the stars course that I release um, from time to time. And um, and then I also just love business and helping people to understand how to get themselves aligned. So these things are stacked up and I get to manage my precious energy, but um, I just want to deliver kind of these more micro programs for people right where they're at. And then if you want to dive deeper, absolutely come join us for the certification. It's spectacular. Um, yeah, but- it really is.
0: And just to say that, you know, one of the things that makes you world class is this combination of Human design astrology, but also the reason why you're so successful and you're so incredible with your craft is that you have the words and you have this incredible talent and ability to explain things in such a simple ways that people actually finally get. Thank you for
1: that. I love that, and I feel like the way that I see it, I see the world through such a tremendous lens of compassion, and to me having compassion and seeing like, like it's no, it's no, um, no hidden thing. I love Aries energy. Like it's my favorite. I love Aries. Most people can't stand Aries. I love Aries because they're authentic and they're passionate and they're real and they're raw. And when they explode, they explode hot and fast and then they're over it. Right. I love taking, people as they are and saying this thing, this thing that people have been telling you your whole life is awful. It is gorgeous. And let me show you why. Yes, you can show up in a really terrible way. Yes, you can be that person that you don't want to be. That is possible. You can choose that if you want to. But let me show you the other side of this because I had to learn tremendous self-compassion for myself. And I believe that the lens of compassion, which is always coupled with light and truth and peace and love. If you have all of those, you see things accurately. And I love how Einstein said it. He said, I want to know God's thoughts. The rest are just details. And that is how I teach is it's like, yeah, we can we can do the cosmopol- cosmopolitan-based astrology. That's like very much like, oh, Virgo, Virgos, you're anal, Libras, you're flighty, and you're going to cheat on somebody. And like, you can infuse that energy if you want to. But it's like, yeah, let's look at why they always say this about this. And what is the beauty in there? Because if you're showing up in the, in the shadow of yourself, it's just because your needs aren't getting met. That's the only reason why you would ever be there. Because you are a gorgeous soul and who is made for expansion and progression and love and connection. So the only reason you would be showing up negatively
0: is because you're not getting your needs met. So let's get your needs met. Isn't that amazing? I think that's the power of this—that everyone who will touch and come into your world, when they come out, they're going to be—they're going to discover themselves. They're going to fall in love with themselves. They're going to be so empowered and motivated to be in alignment and true happiness and satisfaction. But the most beautiful thing is, which is why everyone's listening. If you're a business owner, if you're a coach, you work with clients. This is a tool that's going to help you understand your clients better. This is the. This is this is this is like universe are going to help you have a better marriage, have mm. a better relationship with your partner with your kids do you get to understand why is my child throwing a tantrum when I do this imagine living your life with just complete compassion for yourself love for yourself and love for people around you and just it's almost like you've been wearing you didn't have your glasses on for the rest just suddenly someone just gives you glasses and you can see the world for what it is yes 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 yeah it's beautiful
1: I love it it's the best thing ever
0: Exactly. And I think this is why, you know, the way you do it, and it it's so unique, and it's so different to anything else out there, because it's light field. So the beautiful thing about it, you'll be empowered, people are empowered, they're motivated, they're finally given permission to be themselves. And what a gift that is. And knowing how to navigate, navigate themselves in the right way, where to go left, where to go right, even if it feels counterintuitive. yeah. Yeah. And some of it does feel counterintuitive
1: until you realize that it's exactly precisely where you're supposed to be. And then it makes sense. Your whole like all your your quote unquote failures, just you can have compassion for them because you're like, oh, I was literally just applying my energy incorrectly. That's all that it was. Beautiful. So tell our listeners if they want to dive deeper into your world where they should go next. Absolutely. So if you go to learnastrology.com, you'll go
0: to my website. And um, I would drop in all the links in the show notes as well. So you'll find them there. Absolutely.
1: Yes, yes. And so my brand is called Illuxology because if astrology and human design got together and had a baby, that's Illuxology. And um, come join us. I have a really thriving Facebook group called Light-Filled Astrology and Human Design. Um, Easy to find. Just send a request. Let me know that you heard about it from this podcast. So I know where you came from because I love to track that. And I have a really great email email list and um, the programs that I have now and that will continue to drop. So just come join my world. So you're in on that.
0: And I think this is it. So if you, if you someone, actually people think, why should I get certified? But I think the certification is so powerful for so many. First of all, Mm -hmm. you can have a certification letters behind your name, but also just having this skill as a business owner, as an entrepreneur. Now you're really setting yourself apart from everyone else and you do it in such a beautiful and easy to understand way that it's not complex. It's not crazy intense. It's really and I think this is where your clients are finding. They're learning stuff for themselves, for their clients, but they're learning things that helps them in day-to-day life as well, which is just magnificent. Absolutely. And it's it's just a delightful
1: community to be a part of. And I, wa- I love watching all of them interact with each other because, of course, I've created a space for them all to connect. And we're getting ready for our first annual light filled Astrologers Retreat, which is in like a week and a half. It's only for people. You only get invited if you've gone through the program. And it's just going to be luxury. I've been buying gifts for everybody and we're doing massages and foot zones and all of it down here in St. George, Utah, which is one of the most wildly gorgeous places on planet Earth.
0: Amazing. So guys, thank you, Naomi, for today. It was amazing. Everyone's listening. Send Naomi love DM uh, on Instagram or join her Facebook group um, and join the links um, that we've shared in the co- in the comments in the show notes. Naomi, thank you so much. I love you. You're amazing. And thank you for the gifts that you're sharing with this world. Thank you. Thank you. One of the problems so many outstanding experts face is what I call an invisible expert trap. This is where you post three to four times a week and 70% of your content is incredible information. And this information itself can change people's lives. But no one seems to care. No one's asking to buy from you every day. And the truth is you're not quite sure where your next client is coming from. And business feels really unstable. You don't have consistent sales or consistent cash flow in your business. can't predict how much money you're going to make in the next month or the next quarter. This is what I see so many outstanding coaches, experts, service providers face. Even though their results are incredible, they have client testimonials, people tell them all the time, I'm not sure why you're not fully booked. If that sounds like you, I have something very special for you. I am running an incredibly powerful masterclass where I will show you how to avoid this trap, how to create consistent sales in your business, and how to turn your business into cash generating machine. All you need to do is send me an email on contact at bossyheels.com or send me a DM on Instagram on Bossy Heels Club and I will send you an invite.